Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregston and Wayne Shepard talk about how to be the GPS your teen needs to navigate life. Let's hear what they have to say. Mark, I got to tell you, I'm a map guy. You know, in an age of GPS, yeah. I still like the paper maps. You know, Do you, you really? fold it out and you plot where you're going and where you've been, and and, yeah. and, and you get everything and you line it out and you kind of figure everything. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm kind of a GPS fellow myself. <laughs> well, I use them because I, you have to. But. I kind of like having somebody tell me where I need to turn and and giving me an idea of what's ahead so mm-hmm. that I understand. But I found out real quick. I tried to use that thing when I was in Mexico. <laughs> And uh, whoops! And and the maps that it had on it were from a long time ago, and it didn't work. No, you know, it was almost like I had become dependent on this thing, thinking it's going to tell me the right thing, and we ended up lost. And that's what it's like for teens. Oh, right? it is. It is absolutely. You know, it's not, some of those old maps that are loaded up on a parent's GPS system aren't necessarily the maps that are going to help a child navigate uh-huh. through that landscape that they're going to have to get through. Things and so have what, changed too much. Oh, it has. And what happens is kids get lost. And if mom and dad are supposed to be the map and supposed to be that moral compass that says, hey, follow this way and do this, we as parents have better know what that landscape looks like and perhaps the direction of that moral compass as well. Do they want that kind of help? Mark? Oh, they need that kind of help desperately. I think the major frustration that most kids feel is that mom and dad probably are not the map. They're kind of just saying, hey, go out there. What you learn first through sixth grade, go out there and tackle the world. And and kids are looking at it going, wait a minute, <laughs> this doesn't work and it doesn't apply. It, they instinctively know that. I think they instinctively, I think they all desire to have a moral compass and they all desire to know the path that they're going. They want to make decisions along the way. They fear that the directions that they've been given aren't quite accurate. Mm. I mean, Scripture says man plans his steps, but God directs his path. Mm -hmm. And so as parents, if we are to be to our kids who God is to us, we're to direct their path, but, but we let them plan their steps along the way. So we've got to be the keepers of the map that says, okay, this is your life. From point A to point B, we are moving you from total dependence to total independence. And so these are the things that you need to do along the way as you travel this path. And we're going to make a lot of choices for you at the beginning. But you know, as we move to independence, we want you to keep making choices from everything that you have to choose from. And But it's so it becomes our role as parents then to help our kids understand the road signs, to understand the landscape, to understand how to read signals, how to look for warnings, how to how to understand speed limit signs as they go along this map and let them start making choices. You know, I think one of the greatest difficulties that most of these kids have is that they get to a certain point and they say, okay. Which way I, do I go? I, yeah, and I want to be on my own and I want to do that. Now point me in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And we do that and then they kind of go, okay, I'm now doing well. I'm now encountering some things that I never thought that I would encounter. Okay, I'll make decisions about that. 
But I think sometimes they get going too fast. Things start coming at them too fast. It's an overload, and they are going, I can't get my bearing. I don't know which way to go. There's some things out here that I was never taught about, and you put that along with a lack of understanding of some of those warning signs. They get lost, and and when they get lost, then they kind of turn inward, and it becomes somewhat dark. I wonder if this explains some of the problems we have with our teens. Maybe we misdiagnose them. I, I think I think the mixed diagnosis was the understanding that they could function out there on their own and make those good decisions. If we just build A, B, C, and D into their life, then they're going to be able to, to function well. Well, quite honestly, they need E, F, G, H, I, and J you know, in that world that they're going to have to function in. And if they don't have good directions, they're going to stop, roll down the window, and ask directions from another lost person Mm -hmm. how to get to a destination that they both can't find, Mm -hmm. and they're going to get stuck. And they're going to get frustrated. This is what I'm thinking. How frustrating is it for teens who are out there sort of all by themselves without this guidance system from mom and dad? That's right. And the tendency is when they call back home, then mom and dad are going, why didn't you listen? Well, you shouldn't have done that. What What do you mean you took a wrong turn there? Wait a minute, you should have understood that. Wait a minute, you didn't pick up. Wait a minute, you didn't get all the instructions. And what that does is basically say you're lost because you, not only did you do something wrong, but there's something wrong with you because anybody in their right mind should have been able to follow our instructions. And what that does is shame a child and push them away from home. And if we're trying to bring them back home when they're lost, if you have a son or a daughter that has perhaps followed a a certain path, and now they've gotten off that path, whether that be by a bad choice, which adolescents make, or it be through curiosity that causes them to wonder, or perhaps deception that has taken them down a path that they don't really understand what's on at the end of that road, then they're at a point where, where unless we put out a welcome mat and give them directions to come back home, they're going to stay out there. And you've seen it with kids who don't feel like they are welcome to come back home because parents go, well, you're out there. Take care of yourself. Every parent knows that setting rules and consequences is one of the hardest parts of the job, but lots of parents make it harder than it has to be. Mark Gregston has helped parents all over the country, and now he's put what he's learned into the Developing Rules and Consequences workbook. In it, Mark walks parents through the process of putting together a plan for developing rules and consequences that generate results. In the Developing Rules and Consequences workbook, Mark talks about the importance of setting a small number of specific rules that change the whole atmosphere of your home. Communicating exactly what you want from your team will help you learn how to discourage inappropriate behavior and encourage better decision-making. That means crafting rules with consequences that will make them think twice before they make a decision. The Developing Rules and Consequences workbook will show you how by helping you create a custom plan that works for your home. The hardest part of the job is about to get a little easier. Order the Developing Rules and Consequences workbook by visiting parentingteenresources.org.
Okay, what do we do as moms and dads? How do we make sure that we're giving the kind of directions that they really need? Well, I think it's always asking those questions, Wayne, of what is out there on the horizon? What is out there on that map? And if we've never been there to look at or understand it, then the tendency is we say, stay away from that. It, it'll never affect you because you'll never have to deal with it. Or or this is the way around it. And and we don't understand the, the nature of the beast that is devouring our kids. And that is the culture that they live in. And And so somewhere we've got to move toward them a little bit and find out what their understanding is, what they perceive it to be, what their fears are, and then help them through those things. And it means that I'm just going to have to spend some time finding out about their world. There's no shortcut here, right? There is none. You know, we have this tendency to think, well, if I just just ignore all of it, then I'll be okay. If I just live in a cocoon, then everything will be fine. I'll just stay at the mountaintop (laughs) and never go down into the valley. (laughs) If I just stay away from it and isolate myself from it, then I'll never have to deal with it. Well, our kids have to deal with it. And so we've got to know what is along that path. Find out about the drug culture. Find out about music and the impact. Find out what's happening on the high school campus, what other people are doing, the influences that are involving our kids and perhaps leading them down a path. We've got to be able to give them direction while they're on that path and not wait till they get on it. The real truth is, if we're not there as the parents or the grandparents or other significant adults in their life to help them, there are going to be plenty of people who are willing to do that, but they aren't going to necessarily give them the right direction. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, our kids are going to surround themselves by somebody. I mean, they're, they're created to be relational people. They will have relationships with somebody. Parents, if you ignore your kids during this age, during this time that they want to have relationship with you, then they will find that relationship elsewhere. And the problem is that the tendency is they will go to somebody else their own age mm-hmm. who is just as lost on that map of life as they are, and they will kind of come together and they will become these hitchhikers, <laughs> vagrant vagabonds right. dangerous, out searching for something and not really know where they're going. Mom and dad, you've got to spend time with your kids. You've got to have that relationship Absolutely. first. We talk about that a lot, don't we? You know, we do. It, it, the relationship is the most important thing because when my child gets lost, it allows the opportunity to come back and get more directions. And if they kind of stiff arm us a little bit, that's to be expected at first until we've really established that relationship. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and what I'm going to do, if they push me back, what it means is they want control of their life. And I'm going, hey, I'm going to give you control. But if you need some help, hey, call me. Here's my number. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, visit parentingtodaysteens.org. And to learn more about Heartlight, visit heartlightministries.org. If this podcast has been helpful to your family, please share it or give us a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Of course, you can listen to Parenting Today's Teens wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.